right, so this is Tweets of the Week, take two. What happened? What do you mean by Tweets of the Week, take two? Well, because we did this last week, but it didn't, the recording wasn't good. Yeah, yeah it sounded, there was some interference with the recording, which is unfortunate. Yes, very unfortunate, but we will soldier through for you, our listener. Uh-huh. You know what the worst part about it is? What? I was on fire. I was so funny last time. Like Probably my top ten jokes were all on that <laughs> recording that, that nobody's ever going to hear. So if you know how to ungarble some audio. I don't think that's necessary. I don't think it's possible. Well, Just trust me. Ten, top ten jokes. No, I want to hear these top teners. If you can ungarble. <laughs> you did. You were here. <laughs> you, I just don't remember them. So <laughs> they couldn't have been that good. I'm sure they were. But if you can ungarble audio, give us a tweet. Um, if you have good jokes, you can bring them to our happy hour on Friday, September 2nd, 5 p.m. at the Beer Garden Yes, on H Street. That's a big one. Be there. So to start off with the tweets, Caitlin Kay said, um, Liberty Tree was awesome to host Argo Run Club on Friday. Doubt William E. Dox's drinking abilities would have prevented this. What did I say last week about that? No, I don't remember. It was We love the Argonaut Running Club. And Docs has been waving the flag for the Argonauts for a while. I don't remember what you said, though. I remember what you said. You didn't even understand what that meant. No, I understand it a second time. It takes me <laughs> twice hearing things to really process them. I'll tell you what. Actually doing this, uh, going through the second time, then I'm all out of jokes because Farley knows what we're talking about. <laughs> right, and that's the tweets probably ep- why it was. <laughs> the formula for the tweets episode is Farley doesn't probably, know what this reference is. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> you probably made a joke at my expense. That's exactly yes. what happened. Yeah, And that's why you didn't think it was so funny. <laughs> Correct. Okay. All right. Next tweet. Crack that code. Andrea R. said in reference to Julie's episode, Julie has a great laugh. Yes, she does. Unfortunately, we don't hear it that much because Farley's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to gonna say something about her like not laughing much in the delivery room, but I just couldn't. I think mine was better. I think I couldn't think of anything like, mm-hmm. that was uh, not offensive. Mm-hmm. Mostly, uh, we don't hear her laughing much. Mostly, it's just a, like, <sighs> Farley. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of that. <laughs> Sighing. Yeah. Sighing. Does she call yeah. you Farley? No, no. Christopher. Christopher? Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, Christopher, mostly, yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, formal. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's, very formal. It's weird. Uh, I have friends that, that uh, several friends whose first name is Chris. And their their wives and family call them Christopher. I guess I do, I do call my brother Michael. I've never called him Mike in my entire life before. And most others call him Mike. Yeah, I think he's I think he's Mike to other people. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Because when women marry men like my friends, they want them to grow up fast. <laughs> 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 so they're like, the first thing I could do is give them a grown up name. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, man. All right. Well, Michael P. Miller tweeted in an episode of Invisibilia, and he said, talking with him would be in your wheelhouse. What was this an episode about? You were supposed to listen to it. (laughs) You had like a week to listen to it. Um, I had a lot of things happening this week. It was like a nine-minute episode. I had a lot of things happening this week. Yeah, there were a lot of Olympics. Now she's catching up on her sleep. So the episode that he's referring to was six minutes long, not nine. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a special podcast bonus about a young runner who always thought he had it in him to break the four minute mile until a potential change in personality made him question if he was the same runner. 
Yeah, and and we had a whole week to listen to it, and we didn't we didn't any of us give six minutes to. Well, I'm going to be on a plane for six hours, so uh-huh. I can listen then. How many times? <laughs> a lot. Ten times an hour. Mm-hmm. Six times ten. Mm-hmm. Sixty. Yes. Oh, I'm listen to it six. Times. That's why Correct. the metric system is so much easier. Why? Because why it's decimal that? based. Yeah. Well, that was an easy equation because. <laughs> 60 minutes divided by six. It was lucky that it was uh, six so six minutes, yeah. Right. I do remember our conversation about this one last week was mm-hmm. hilarious. There's another one. Mm-hmm. We'll never be able to. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had Brian Knight tweet in, it's a tailor-made story for the Pace Nation crew, which was the story of the ultramarathoning dog. So we had a human running checkmark, a dog checkmark. Yep. Yes. We uh, covered that thoroughly last week. I'm not, ago. not sure if I said this in the show or if I said this in, in the tweets, so I'm going to repeat this joke. Okay. Uh, but I really think that we should have made this like a six-part miniseries <laughs> for Pace the Nation because this, ha- this was exactly what we're looking for, ultra, ultra marathon running and dogs. Yep, check, check. Perfect. So I hope, I hope we do get the update from this guy. If, you, if anybody, if any of our listeners hear an update when he gets the dog yeah, please send it us. to us that will make whatever's going on that day that will make that day great when i see these two reunited uh, speaking of what makes a day great we had tweeted out we know you can't start your week without the podcast it's on its way we'll update when it's posted so you can stop hitting refresh and satya morthy tweeted a youtube video that is a clip of the simpsons mm-hmm. and since you're our resident simpsons expert i'll let you explain yeah, it's a great thing. He goes uh, to buy a gun. Homer Simpson goes to buy a gun, and and he has to go through the three-day waiting period where they do the background check. Mm-hmm. And so he's just sitting in a lawn chair, and all these things are driving by, like a Target truck, you know, from the from the store Target. It right. drives by with the Target on it, and then a family of ducks walks by, and then his neighbor drives by on the lawnmower. Things that are all very enticing to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it's, uh, the, it's uh, soundtrack is Tom Petty's The Waiting oh, is the hardest part. That's great. Well done, Satya. Yeah. There is a Simpsons clip for everything. There is. There is. <laughs> Show's been on for years. Yeah. They've covered everything. Um, okay, so with the missing duck from New Jersey... We tweeted out, looks like London is off the hook, yes. with a link to an article that said that they found the duck in stuffed in a garbage bag. Yeah. Right, when you say we, who who did it? Farley, was that you? No, it wasn't me. Joanna? No. Yeah, I didn't tweet that either. So, well. I think it, by possible elimination, yeah, it's it must like have been Steve. <laughs> must yeah. have been Steve. Well, yeah. let's let's defy Steve's logic here, because the fact that they found the duck, they still haven't caught the culprit. That doesn't mean anybody's <laughs> off the hook. True. Least yeah. of all, London. And and actually, I would say that uh, London is probably, that makes London an even bigger suspect because the duck was stashed right after we said on the podcast, London is the leading suspect. Well, I, I still know if London was in New Jersey anytime during this window. You're, you're not a reliable witness. <laughs> <laughs> I do think she's off the hook. That's just my opinion. I'm glad that... Well, because you don't want to be harboring a fugitive yeah, yeah, in your house. No, you know what? Farley's going to be in one jail cell uh, <laughs> for, his scooter, next. for his scooter infraction. London, Julie and James should just move uh, into the jail because that's, that's where true. the family has headed. That's true. All right. Well, moving on. Um, Caitlin K said, yes, all the love for Fast Kate. 
and it was the the episode that we had Kate Grace on, episode sixty six. Yes, she was uh, great, and then made the final mm-hmm. turn, turn around and made the final of the Olympics. Awesome. Now she was smart. Being on pace the nation so close yeah. to the Olympics. Take yeah. advantage of the bump. That bump definitely got her into the finals. No question. You're welcome, Kate. <laughs> uh, and Michael P. Miller also referenced that episode saying, Running friends, you really need to give the Pace the Nation podcast a go. Latest with Fast Kate is a great listen. I love how Michael P. Miller, every so often, pretty frequently, mm-hmm. promotes our show. Thank yes. you, Michael. Mm-hmm. That's Thank awesome. you, Michael. Yeah. We, and. Uh, we need that more. More people should be like Mike. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and welcome to the show, Michael P. Miller's friends that yes. are now listening because of that. That's true. Yeah. Um, and Kate Grace herself thanked us for having her on the podcast, and she said, "And if anyone's wondering, I passed the missing duck test." Now, how great was that? That she actually she knew played the story. along and knew the story. Yeah. Uh, good sport. I cringed when uh, we asked her. Because I think when I say we, it was probably Docs who <laughs> led the charge. No, you asked, well, Mister Mr. Memory, Mister well, Memento. You are usually the one leading the charges of making it awkward. <laughs> you are. I mean, you ask these poster questions. I'm sure we'll get into that later on. And, anyways, I'm glad that she knew about the missing duck. All right. And and Clinton. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you used that as an opportunity to put me down. But you were the one who asked the question. <laughs> I didn't remember. <laughs> Um, so it seems like somebody just got a Twitter account and that's Jamie. So she thanked us for having her on Pace Nation and she said it was fun and then used the hashtag Jamie runs the world. Yeah. That's the Twitter handle. Jamie runs the world. Give her a follow. Um, Michael P. Miller tweeted in and said, forget shirts. The money's in run pacer motivational rant posters. Can we trademark motivational rant? And then he had a great picture of a person jumping off of a cliff. And on the bottom, it said, jump off a cliff for all you grandmas with egg avatars. Yeah. Did I say grandmothers? Well, that's who usually has egg avatars. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I said grandmothers. I do love the poster. It's I appreciate a great poster. that you uh, appreciate my rants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, you know, if you have an egg avatar, please change it right now. <laughs> Although I'll take this opportunity to uh, mention my co- my cousin Carter, who uh, emailed me, I think he emailed her, maybe he tweeted, he emailed me and said, you go on and on about these egg avatars, yet your Strava page, you don't have an avatar. Oh. Now, it's not an egg. It's not an egg. It's just oh. like a blank avatar. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a, probably a pretty good point, though. Yeah. So I will be getting an avatar soon for my Strava account. Yeah, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I actually sent Farley last night a, a picture of a glass house because he was throwing stones. He did. <laughs> That's hilarious. Just unrelated to the show, he sent me a picture of, the, of a glass yeah. house. Pretty funny. Well, my dad also really liked that motivational rant poster and asked where he could order one. And then we said, seems like William E. Docs needs to fire up the poster printer again. Nice. Yes, very clever. Good work. Better than a dad joke. Well done, Peter. <laughs> um, ooh, this is for you, Chris. So Lawrence Soto tweeted in and said, Run Pacer, careful with that nerd word. This nerd can definitely knock out a particular long short wearing, long hair having Pace Nation host. Lawrence is probably about 20 pounds lighter than me and he could knock me out for sure. But mm-hmm. <laughs> he's still a nerd. He plays Pokemon. My, my opinion is that uh, nerd is not a bad word. 
Yeah. I don't mind. I don't I don't have any problem with it either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. Just calling him one. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well you can't please everyone. So Chris Bokeh tweeted in and said, shared with my fam how the steeplechase got its name after learning on Pace Nation. They didn't care. Thanks anyway, Pace Nation and Docs. <laughs> that's, that's great. I bet you they also don't care that we're now mentioning them on the tweet section. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But thanks for listening. Andrea R. tweeted in a picture of running with the buffaloes and said, all set for book club. See you 814 at 5 p.m. And we did see her there. I didn't. I didn't go. That's right. You didn't go. Well, you were on vacation. Mm-hmm. I had an excused absence. Um, Andrea also had a suggestion for a book club and for a Basin Nation interview. She said Thomas Gardner and his book, Poverty Creek Journal. Okay. We are going to do another book club. So we are taking suggestions. Mm-hmm. What books should I read? Or, or listen to. Listen to audio style. How yeah. to Raise a Baby. <laughs> I think... Um, we also would take suggestions for guests, so that's like a double. Yeah, uh, that's true. That 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 serves two purposes there. But in case we get to the end of Chris Farley's list of friends, and as you know from last week, Farley has given up on all of his friends. <laughs> so I have. But we need suggestions. Yeah, now. I have, but uh, I've softened a little bit on that. Mm. Well, I feel like I'm I'm actually going to be okay on the the scooter incident and i don't know if we are going to talk about the scooter incident oh, i hope not anymore <laughs> on, on, on tweets but um oh this was a good one so satya morthy tweeted in an article from the onion and it was titled area man's <laughs> pop culture references stop at 1988 i didn't think that was a very good one <laughs> one of the best things when you click on that article it defines pop culture as being television movies books all the things that farley claimed were not pop culture yeah, well, it's the onion. The onion lies. <laughs> the onion's wrong. So all those things are not pop culture. I think the the story that they tell is not true, but the the basis that they base it around is true. The sentiment. What, the sentiment is. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I'm reading it now. You are. It, it's it's. I I love the onion. I love the headlines a lot. Mm. Do you know that at the onion they sit around and they're writer's room and they come up with the title first and then mm-hmm. they write the article sometimes the title is is way better than the the uh the article because i actually think that the onion should just have a, a twitter feed where they just give the headlines <laughs> and, and you don't even need the article like it would be a great i think mm-hmm. it would be a great product yeah but some of their articles are really good some of them are also very good yes does, does the onion actually have a brick and mortar publication yes they actually have mm-hmm. a paper publication that goes out Mm -hmm. you can pick it up at metro stops yes are they they're free they're free how how is this funded who is funding the onion i'm sure through ads advertisers yeah because i'm sure a lot of people go to their website people pick up the onion people pick up i used to read the onion i used to always get a hard copy why'd you stop um because i don't go to chinatown anymore and there's no onions at shaw i think there's one at Boston. Is there? I think so. I used to cut out the articles and put them in our refrigerator. See, I just, I, I don't understand that sort of comedy, so I'm not an reader. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's comedy. It's what it's supposed to be. It right? is. Satire. You're, you're, you're correct. Satire. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't understand satire. <laughs> that's, just, that's all I know. Yeah. Well, you I know, it's you know just who weird to me that this is a actual thing. Do you know who the grandfather of satire is? Um... Uh, no, I don't. I'm trying to think of any grandfather. Uh-huh. It looks like a grandfather. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know, Norm McDonald. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a grandfather in that uh, fried chicken ad. And the, and that's actually pretty close to who I'm thinking of. Mark Colonel Twain. Sanders? Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his, oh. his twin. His twin. What do you I, call those things when you... Doppelganger. Doppelganger. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's actually called the grandfather of satire. Maybe maybe he's actually like the father of satire. I don't know. Mm-hmm. How's uh, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn? <laughs> yeah, how's it going? I'm waiting for the audio book to come out. Thank you, Sasha. You think it's not? It. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm waiting for somebody to gift me the audio book. <laughs> Thank you for giving me the... Uh, the actual brick and mortar book, Satya. But it's in the studio. Yes, it is. Where it's been since. <laughs> yeah, collecting dust. <laughs> All right, let's move on and not insult our uh, listeners. We're um, not. We're insulting you. Kaylin <laughs> no um, K tweeted in and said, "When your eight thirty a.m. flight is on time, but work is canceled today due to a building slash transformer fire downtown." Yeah, that's a really specific rule. Hmm. I don't know how many other people are going to be in that same exact situation. Well, we suggested it was more time to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we'll get into episode 67 where uh, we had some guest hosts. And oh, we did? We did. Yeah. And CT McGee tweeted and said, only a few minutes into episode 67, but already LMAO, real LMAO, not the polite kind. <laughs> right. I like that. That's a good reference to to a discussion we had on the show. <clears throat> great tweet. Mm-hmm. Well done, CT McGee. And Satya Morthy also said, great job hosting by William E. Docs this week. Enjoyed his co-host and the phone discussion about the Olympics. Thank you. Um, and going into the Olympics, Andrea R. said, Yay, Wazelle Pace Nation, first ever medal for women's 1500. Hashtag big event. Yeah, it was uh, first ever medal in the 1500, followed by first gold medal since 1906, both by Pace Nation former guests. Yeah, except it was 1908. Oh, did I say 1906? <laughs> yeah. Okay, 1908, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jen- Jessica Rose said, way to be brave, track Jenny, got that Pace Nation bump. I love that people tweet in about the Pace Nation mm-hmm. bump. <laughs> but Joanna... Like, tag her in it. It's awesome. Joanna, yes, exactly. <laughs> She's like, what is this? Yeah. Um, Joanna, did you confer with the scientists yet to find out uh, whether or not the Pace Nation bump helped Jenny Simpson in this race? I thought you dealt with the scientists. Mm. Boy. <laughs> so nobody's been feeding them. Oh, no. I definitely don't deal with the scientists. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think they proved a while ago, and, and we appreciate the uh, connection here, but I think the science is that it, there's an exponential decay from the time you're on the show to mm-hmm. infinity. So I think based on her appearance, we can't take too much credit for her, for her medal, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Kate Grace, we can take full credit for her getting into the final. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Um, Andrea Ross had a good observation about the Olympics where she said, it is the 21st century and we are still using safety pins to put bib numbers on Olympic athletes. Yes. I hate to be the guy that's like, oh, you should have heard the, the show that you can't hear. But we actually had a really good conversation about this specific tweet. Specifically, I have I feel very strongly about why do we still do these hip number stickers right you you put stickers on your hip so that when they do the photo finish because when they when they started doing it you couldn't really make out like which runner was which 
So the hip numbers show you, oh, okay, lane three was, was actually the first one to cross the finish line. Now the finish line cameras are HD. They have all these lines. They take all these, these, these they great 10, pictures. 10,000 frames a second. Yeah. Right. There's no need to have these stickers. And half the stickers fly off during the race. Well, it's, it does define which lane they should be in when... You know, I, you know, I, well, I guess they the, could remember it. But. but why do they need stickers on both hips to do that? It's true. Are you saying just one hip then? Because <laughs> <laughs> the announcers do usually, and in you know, they'll be talking about somebody, and they'll be like, "And that person is wearing hip three or something." Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I guess there there is some of that. The announcers. Do you guys have trouble level. figuring out which lane the swimmers are in when they're swimming? No. No. Because they put graphics on. <laughs> right. I think the announcer should know uh, who the athletes are at this point. So I, I don't think it should be for the announcers. Finally, we're going to rely on Joanna to know who all the athletes are when we do <laughs> Tokyo. <laughs> we, yeah. We, we definitely will. And I will not do the pronunciations because I'm horrible <laughs> at that. I'll do Smith and Johns. Yeah. John, so you'll talk about all the UK athletes. Yes. And Americans. Well, not even so. I couldn't even say half the Americans. I could say Rupp. I could say Sensiewicz. I'm not sure if I could have had I not known who he was beforehand. <laughs> yeah. All right. So off topic anyway. We, we, to, to get back, I think the hip numbers also are, are antiquated. And, you know, it's like the theme that we were talking about earlier, making track and field more interesting. Maybe stop doing things that were necessary in 1950. I like the I like evolving. I'm mm-hmm. not I thought you were about to say I like the hip numbers and we were going to have another 15-minute conversation. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to retire some of these traditions and bring track and field into the 21st century. So what do you think? I mean, they sh- wearing the, the bibs is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they should get the magnets mm-hmm. rather than have the... Or the uh, stickers. I think the stickers look good when they... A sticker bib? Mm-hmm. Or those at the trials. Yeah. Okay, but actually what they should do is they should put their name on it. Mm-hmm. They should just make that part of the jersey. The jersey should have their names on it like, like other sports, their uniform. So what is the purpose of the bib then, just to have their name and number yeah. on it? No, I, don't, I think they got numbers on their back. So what is the purpose of bibs in track races now? Because it, they, they don't change the rules. Because they're like, oh, we've been doing this since 1950, and there's nothing wrong with our sport. And Matthew Centrowitz is not on the cover of Wheaties. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. What What's the need for the bib number in the front other than their name? Yeah. And Docs is suggesting putting their name on the back of their jersey like it was. Yeah, or in the, the uniform. Or make the uniform with their names down here. Yeah. And, and, and not even stickers, but just make that part of their uniform. Well, I do know some bibs, they actually have sponsors on it. So that's why a lot of yeah. these big bib numbers are huge. So Yeah. Yeah, because I was about to say, if you look back at like the 19... 19- 56 Olympics, they just are wearing a number right. that are much smaller. I don't know. The bib, but let's, discussion, I don't know. Yeah, let's be honest. I'm sure that Andrea R. didn't think that we were going to talk right. at, at no. this length when no. she mentioned this. No, definitely She not. thought we were going to like heart it and, and then, and then say, good point. Right. <sighs> well, when you ask us a question on Pace the Nation, we're going to get into it. <laughs> if do. it's about track and field. Um, we also had another question from Jessica Rose, and she said, Great performance by Team USA in the Women's Marathon, 6th, 7th, and 9th, to Ethiopia, Bahrain, Belarus, test for drugs. I don't know that I have the energy to get oh, into I this. I wonder what we said last week. Top three runners in the top nine. How about that? 
I don't think we do. I think uh, we, we will wait for next week's guest or two weeks from now's guest to talk about drugs and the sport. Yeah. I will say they do test at the at all the major meets. So if, if you're meddling, you're getting tested. Mm-hmm. And even, I think, making the finals, because I remember Julie, Julie got tested in London. We had to wait for her for a yes. long time yep. uh, after the finals. So they're testing at the major meets. Anyway. Um, Leanne tweeted in and said, reminds me of docs trying to do anything, including getting pregnant to get out of summer running. Uh, and then it had a link to a video. Yes. The vi- and the video is this guy who goes out into the street, uh, just kind of walking in the street and a car drives up to him, hits the brakes and stops and doesn't actually hit him. So then the guy leans into the car and pretends like he fell over. Right. That is what I feel like Docs is doing for this <laughs> yeah. marathon. Well, I, I was with the bear in the in the pregnancy, but now with my calf, I feel like we've I, given I him two myself. marathons, two options to run marathons. You didn't give me the <laughs> first marathon. I paid for that for yeah. in square. By yeah. the way, if you want to uh, have my entry, <laughs> yeah. let me know. Um, he will trade it, or he will transfer it to you legally. Legally, and yeah. and it will come with a magnet, a patination magnet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If that sweetens the pot for people. It definitely would. All right. And one last question, and this one's from Nicholas Blake, and he said, debate topic for this week, should diving be allowed? My vote is yes. And this was in reference to Allison Felix losing the silver because um, Shawnee Miller dove at the line. Didn't we talk about this in the regular show? I think we we talked about this on the Olympic recap. Yeah. Okay. Um, And we agree that diving should be allowed. Yeah. It's in the rules. If your torso goes mm-hmm. in front of it's the not other advised. competitor, then you win. It, it worked out once, but it's not advised. Right. All right. Um, so going into the tweets from the non-redo tweets. Uh-huh. Oh, so now this is fresh material. Fresh material, yeah. All right. So Caitlin Kay said, pretty sure that gold for Matthew Centrowitz included a Pace the Nation bump. Ooh, we just covered this. Yes. Yeah. And Jessica Rose also said... At Pace Nation, at Matt Centrowitz, amazing best PTN bump ever. We just covered this. And <laughs> Lauren Soto said, "Fact: When you're a guest on Pace Nation, you win medals." That's true. Yeah, Lawrence, but he did. He did hashtag it podcast bump. Lawrence, <laughs> we just covered uh, this. Lawrence uh, texted me and he he guaranteed Matthew would win. I was like, no chance. And then he made sure to let me know <laughs> that, that he predicted it. He also told me the Orioles are going to destroy the Nats, and that's been happening too. So, Wow. How about this guy? Let's yeah. get him to talk about how we're going to be the number one podcast <laughs> in the land. <laughs> Let's get him back on and have him say that. Um, we didn't talk about the Centrowitz celebration at the... Uh, we didn't, no. Yeah, on the, the TV. Not choreographed. Of course. No, the, but Matthew was so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Matthew was like... Like, usually he does something stupid. To be honest, you know, Uh, which is which is, you know, a Matthew thing to do, which is fine. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that in a bad way. With all due respect. Uh, Yeah. With all due respect. Um, But his sister and his dad (laughs) and everybody (laughs) sitting around there that like their celebration, they're like and Lauren was hilarious. She was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was awesome. She was so her reaction was great. So well done, Lauren. Priceless. All those reactions was Mm -hmm. the highlight. I mean, him winning, and then the reaction was highlight number one, highlight number two. And then when they showed Matthew. Watching. Watching. That was was cool, too. Well done, NBC. 
Finally, a win for NBC. <laughs> Finally. We would have done it better. Of course. Um, we're going to go back to episode 67 with the guest host. Caitlin Kay said, my face hurts from laughing so hard at 14 minutes intro segment. I think Bans, Charlie Band said the same thing, that his, he was dying laughing so hard from the, the guest host. He was, yep. Th- that his face was hurting as well. Well, And JT running DC. So Julia said, big fan of episode 67 guest host. Fake Joanna had me at the deep side, followed by... <sighs> You guys are so boring. <laughs> That's great. Um, and JBM said the new talent on episode 67 was phenomenal. Were they back at the end of episode 68 talking about who saw rule 40 work around <laughs> first? <laughs> That's a good point. Very well done. Uh, and so for episode 68, Satya Morthy said 15 minutes into this week's episode and run pacer has reached a new level of ridiculousness. Yeah, I um, I think everything's <laughs> going to work out on that front. Sounds like um, doesn't sound like it's going to be as big a deal as I made it out. To well, be. my dad did ask where can I contribute to the Farley Defense Fund? <laughs> if the scooter doesn't fit, you must quit. Another great non-dad joke. Well done. <laughs> that's a dad row. joke. No, that's, that's a dad a d- joke. That's a definite dad joke. <laughs> yeah, and also uh, scooter definitely doesn't fit. <laughs> it doesn't fit it doesn't I, fit in the bike lane you're right that's reckless no, yeah. I, it, but, it was but I, I would like people please don't waste your money on the Farley Defense Fund <laughs> like there's there's better causes yeah I, I think it, everything's gonna work out in that front let's let's spend let's spend money on the uh, Farley Book Fund to yeah uh, probably more needed but I, I was I was uh, worried I'd be in jail after my son was born mm-hmm but the good thing is that he doesn't have a cognitive memory yet. So if, <laughs> as long as you're not sentenced for two and a half years, you're fine. That's true. Um, well, C.T. McGee also weighed in. Um, I was curious what your friend's reactions would be. And he said, learned uh, on Pace the Nation episode 68 that I'm ruining Run Pacer's life. What's my next move? And then he had a little poll on his Twitter. Yep. So SOP for this week's run. Standard operating procedure run, right? Skip this week. Right or find a new friend, and then Carter had a had another option as well. Oh, and Carter said, "Where is answer D? Get rid of your egg avatar." And I love his hashtag. He's trying to get the Farley rules for social media hashtag going. <laughs> yeah, I wanted an explanation of what that hashtag was. What Farley it, rules for social media is the uh, was it abbreviated? Yes, F R four S M. Yeah. But uh, did it trend? No. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one who tweeted anything on it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, we did the standard operating procedure run again. Oh, you week. guys ran again? Yeah. So, How uncomfortable was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Let's be honest. I just want to brag about how much running I was doing. That's the reason. That's why what I Joanna had. called you out early <laughs> on. She saw through that early, early, early. Um, in response to our interview with zoom kennedy we said still in use by zoom kennedy 26 years later after winning in sweden and it was um bob's frying pan yes mm-hmm. he sent us a picture of the actual frying yeah pan. that's that's really his frying pan that was not fake yeah um and i can't believe that's like so funny that you had to quantify that as like a real frying pan yes. <laughs> um and then dax you also tweeted in a picture of a very similar looking frying pan and said uh-huh. this is my best frying pan yeah uh, which actually was tweeted as the fake picture. Yeah, originally. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> there was a social media mishap. Yeah, but fortunately it all got corrected. The right frying pans were tweeted out. Um, and JBM said, need to get Todd Williams and Billy Mills in for interviews so PTN can complete the poster set. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, uh, Kevin King uh texted in because he doesn't do uh, he doesn't do social media but it's such a crock because he just does social media anyway in a different form yeah pretty much but he really enjoyed uh the bob kennedy tour of doc's wall posters Uh, i thought that was pretty cool and uh he he was uh impressed that he impressed how good bob was at the poster game i was too yeah, yeah. He was, and I like that he took it seriously, yeah. too. Yeah, he was really good at it. So a note to all of you future guests, take my question seriously. <laughs> Todd Williams and Billy Mills, yeah. specifically, we're gonna we're looking at you guys. But I, I think it just proves that, that Bob Kennedy listens to the show. He was too good at it. Actually, I think he might listen. Yeah, he, might yeah, he, was, he was too good at it. Yeah. So, um, Todd, you might want to miss one. <laughs> right. So the first one I didn't um I didn't see this. So it says sounds familiar and then it's um the, the what I can see says there's more to measuring an Olympic course than just measuring it. Right. What was this about? The guy was on his bicycle measuring the marathon course in Brazil. Oh, okay. So it was it was basically they were explaining what we already explained brought to the world before, shared with the world before. Bob Thurston came on our show and told everybody how to uh Measure courses. Because if you want to listen to Bob Thurston, go back to probably episode 18. No. <laughs> I love how I can't make stuff up and he can. <laughs> it's probably around 18. Bob Thurston was very recent, episode 49. Wow. Not 18. Okay. You want to know who, who you, you offended in episode 18? <laughs> Nobody. We didn't have a guest. No guest. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we also had a second article tweeted to us mm-hmm. from Midpack Biped, which was the scientific case for lifetime bans for positive steroid tests. Yes. And then it was how previous steroid use can give a boost for an entire athletic career. Yes. It, it, very interesting article and a very good point. Very, uh, very much appreciated. And so, I think you you mentioned that when we talked a little about drugs before. Yeah. I, but the science in this was, was – I didn't know as much that, that they were pointing out here. Uh, my thought was was just that the training that you get while you're recovering faster and, and doing all this stuff. Uh, but he was talking about stuff that actually stays with your body that mm-hmm. makes your – that changes the way you are physically, um, which, which I think is even more indicative that says that if you're taking certain drugs uh, or if you get popped for certain things, it should be a lifetime ban. Mm, I agree. <laughs> I don't have much to add. Farley gave up. Farley gave up on this on no, the show. He's no, done. I, I, no, I, I haven't. I don't have much to add. Again, I, I think that we can table the drugs uh, conversation to yeah. uh, to our our, yeah. our, ho- our next uh, guest who who may have some some further. Insights. We're really setting the bar very high. Um, yeah, I know. We're acting like he's like a arbiter. And all right. Well, that's the tweets of the three weeks. I guess two and a half weeks. We, we two and a half weeks spent. I think five hours today on this show we did yeah we, we good for us did. yeah <laughs> I, I seriously don't know how you're gonna do this when you have a kid <laughs> no i just don't know how you guys invest this much i, I mean i just appreciate i appreciate you know i invest you a lot more than this time. <laughs> 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 that's a good point 
Yeah. So thank you to you guys, and thanks to the listeners. I, I, I mean, I'm going to... I think on the last one, I, I did say, though, and this may, be, may have been lost, I appreciate our listeners because they, they create such a positive vibe, yeah. such a positive... Uh, atmosphere or whatever you go right. and look at like the comment section anywhere on the internet and right. everything is negative and, mm-hmm. and criticizing yeah and all the feedback that we get like nothing but love nothing but love yeah very it's much appreciated very, very much appreciated but rather than giving us positive feedback get us five more listeners <laughs> preferred I hope I never forget that story. Um, write about it in your journal. Good idea. I don't know, John. Um, debate. I don't know if you watched any of the gymnastics. I did. Um, there was some one, of it. There was one point where this is an aside, and then we can finish the tweets. But this uh, Polish girl, she was from another country. Mm-hmm. She, after each of her routines, she would sit down and like open a book and like make notes. Mm-hmm. And the announcers were like, "Oh, that's so cute. She's writing in her journal. <laughs> I'm competing in the Olympics. It's going great." <laughs> it's funny. And she was really writing down her scores. Yeah, I was really annoyed as a woman. I'm like, "Oh, she can't like, she can't be doing anything else but just like writing in her journal." 